Hey guys, Mina here. Just jumping in here to let you guys know we have something so exciting. It's a free masterclass and we created it just for you right now. We keep getting questions. How do I pivot and sell right now? The number one question we get is how can I make more sales? And so we want to teach you how to create a plan to boost your sales and grow your business right now. So if you want this totally free masterclass that we've created for product-based businesses, head over to pivotandsell.com. We'll see you in there. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the Product Boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey friends, and welcome to a very special series from the Product Boss Podcast called Pivot and Sell Stories. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my incredible co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So we're really excited to bring you these amazing interviews with our students and fellow product-based business owners and show you the results that they're getting from pivoting and selling during the time of COVID. And by the end of this series, you will feel inspired and realize you can do this too. Our mission is to help small businesses not only survive, but thrive during these uncertain times. And we want to help get you there. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's jump in. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another Pivot and Sell story. We are so excited. Um, This is streaming live on our Facebook page, and we are excited to invite on Christine Heron of Everyday Explorers. Hey, Christine. Hi. So Christine, uh, we're going to go over today that it's just how your business quickly pivoted your messaging and the products that you had to meet your customers' needs and the results that you've seen. So Christine, tell everybody a little bit about Everyday Explorers, what you sell and how you sell it or where you sell it. Okay. So um, hi, everyone. Christine with Everyday Explorers. Um, I run a line of clear stamps, journals, stickers, which you can probably see here, uh, for scrapbooking um, and journaling and crafting and all that. So um, I mainly sell on Shopify. I've been doing my own shop for the past five years and just kind of relying on Instagram and email newsletters and all that to kind of get my message out. So yeah, that's my business in a nutshell. And when did you start, Christine? Um, In 2016. Okay. Yes. And so primarily your customers, when you started in 2016, was really a big chunk of scrapbookers. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to this day, it's still a lot of scrapbookers. Right. But even scrapbooking has transitioned quite a bit, right? Like with the digital era and planners, they've been shifting towards planners and um, bullet journals and all Mm -hmm. that. Right. There's been an evolution. So Tell us how you've pivoted your Everyday Explorers brand in order to sell more during the The times that they are. (laughs) Well, okay. So um, a lot of, I guess what makes my products different is um, 
I do a lot of clear stamps and I don't know if it's it's obvious with my name everyday explorers I really love playing with like the themes of travel and exploration and all that so a lot of my products in the beginning have been you know a lot of like travel themed stuff and um, now that we've kind of shifted into this nobody can really travel I've kind of shifted a lot of my themes to be more of like journaling and self-care and introspection and just kind of getting people to a scrapbook or journal about their own experiences and like more personal things instead of like we went to this place and all that so a lot of my themes uh, my past maybe three releases so I release new products every month and so there's kind of time for me to design the products that are coming out and so um, a lot of my past few releases have been about like self-care mental health and all that okay but let's so, have- show your show your sticker pack I want to show the well, actual messaging this um, is about scrapbooking I should yeah grab. but you had the sticker that was like it used to be let's go exploring remember oh yeah so mm-hmm. for COVID relief I did a little like sticker yeah so stay home clear messaging here right <laughs> let's go exploring change to let's stay let's home stay home and make stuff and then there's yeah like craft stuff so you and, can see the difference of that, right? And her company is called Everyday Explorer. So it's like yeah. exploring internally at home and all the things. So if we cut back, like, so we go back to March, mm-hmm. you were at PlannerCon, um, there, you know, everything was set as is, and you kind of saw, cause you lived in Manila. Yes. So you've recently moved back to the States, but you lived in Manila. And so you kind of saw the news and what was happening. And cause you were telling us earlier that you had this foresight and knowing your timeline on developing stuff and how you were going to meet the needs, let's call it in like April and May and on, on there. So tell Mm -hmm. us sort of that sort of um, perspective that you had back early on. So, yeah, I think the good thing about well, good and bad was I got my systems kind of lined up um, the beginning of the year. And so I knew that I wanted to release every month. And so that also kind of meant like, okay, working backwards, like if I have to release first week of May, that means I need to get my products in like a certain time. Um, and so I was lucky enough to have like enough time at the end of Feb to kind of see how things were slowly like starting to close and people were like, oh, looks like we need to stay home. So a lot of the themes that I had lined up, which is like travel, outdoors, um, and I mean, May, I think, well, one of my big releases usually is like a big travel release in like May. Sometimes it's May. Yeah. Or like spring travel, spring break, things like that. Mm. So I shifted those themes into like, okay, um, how can I turn this into self-care something or like um, journaling about this is like how I'm feeling currently. Um, so I, I shifted a few of those stamp sets. I mean, I, I worked with those themes and they sold really well. I think they came out in just the right, just the right time that people were like, looks like I have to stay home. What now? Um, and then they saw those themes, like those stamps on Instagram and it just, so you, I mean, cause you're in San Francisco, which was one of the first cities that sort of really took action. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were first, were we first to shelter in place? I think, I think. you were. And still yeah. staying in shelter yeah. in place, I feel like, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still think it's nuts that you guys were before even Seattle, you know, Washington, but so, so you had this foresight and you thought, okay, which I love that you're in systems because full disclosure, Christine had masterminded with us for a year. She's a multi-student machine student. She's in the survival kit course bundle. 
She's a star student, which we will get <laughs> to. Every single one of her programs, all of our masterminds. We love her so much. We just want to hang out with her. <laughs> was it only a year? I feel like it was way more than that. You know, it might have been over eighteen months. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But we've yeah. seen your growth, right? We um, we've seen where you started and where you are now. So the systems part was really important. I know when we've been working together, it was sort of you. Even the fact that you moved back to the states, there were things that you had to shift. Mm-hmm. and change. Right. Yeah. Um, and sort of streamlines. So it was amazing that you did, you worked on your systems because you've always had the visibility. I think your systems, you were cleaning up and the yeah. sales were there and the sales have been growing, but the sales have become amazing because you pivoted your messaging so quickly and yeah. effectively. And I think nobody really knew that this was going to be the time for crafting. You know, we didn't know what was going to happen, but yeah. people in the crafting sector there, they, We've everyone we've They're seen booming. has done so well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know what was crazy to me too? And we talked about this in um one of our groups was like Michael's Hobby Lobby, they all shut down. Ah, they weren't they weren't yeah. doing things online. There was like about a month where there was nothing that people couldn't get the craft. So they really had to. So I think you mentioned this and maybe you want to talk about it a bit more. As a small business, your ability to quickly pivot. Yeah. You could beat out with shipping, right? Like there's all these things that you've been able to do. Yeah. I think it's like being a small business now is, well, one, like, yeah, as you said, like, it's really easy to shift when you see like how I kind of shifted the themes that I wanted to work on. Um, and it's really easy to, to like, um, I think now people are wanting to support more small businesses. They so are. there's, I've, I've also noticed like people messaging me and being like, uh, I'd, I'd say, for example, like, oh, you know, shipping's going to be a little delayed. We're waiting on another thing for your order. And they're like, it's okay. I just want to support your small business. Like, I've been liking what you've been doing. And like, this is an opportunity for me to support you. And I'm just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so, oh, oh, that's great. And so there's also like people wanting to support more small business. And as a small business, like it's, they see that I'm the one working on the stuff. I'm the one shipping out their order. So um, they want to support me. And at the same time, uh, as a small business, I can listen to them and ask them, like, what are you interested in? What, what, what are you working on? What themes are you working with now? Like, do you have any cool stamps that you've wanted to have? Like, I've gotten a lot of ideas from customers just DMing me, like, do you have a, do you have a stamp set for this? And, you know, so it was easy for me to yeah. kind of work with what they were telling me. I love it. And I do have to tell the audience that Christine has always been one we've had to push a little bit into the spotlight, you know, her grasping to no, no, I'm not going to be in the spotlight. Um, and us kind of being like, you can do this, you can do it, you know, go out there and get these big partners and all the things. So I think that, um, when you guys are all scared of, you know, making that big pitch or becoming the face of your brand or, um, reaching out and saying, would you like to add to your order? Those are all things that people do want to root you on. They do want to be a part of your story, especially as a small business. Mm-hmm. And being human at this time, I think is also so important because that's, people are looking for that connection, just like getting a personal email saying, Hey, sorry, there are going to be a little delays, but you know, your order is coming soon that people are like really happy to hear from like a real person. It's true. The being human part, because pre all of this, 
we were very far away from things, right? Like Mm -hmm. even the products we went to buy that made our houses feel special weren't actually like special products, right? They were like mass produced. Mm -hmm. And so I read that we wanted in two days. Yeah. And there was something (laughs) that I read, not about mass produced, but like there wasn't a maker behind them or there wasn't a small business. It was kind of like, we talk about how much we miss home goods and home sense, but you would go there and you'd be looking for something that you found that was special, but really it's just like a mass produced piece of something that's in every single store. You think it looks special, but it's not right. So with what happened with COVID-19 and the shutdown of businesses and stuff, the choices that we make, our money felt more limited, right? And then the choices we made to spend our money on was, is the same reason why people stayed home to flatten the curve. Right. And so the mm-hmm. same choice of making, of paying for something was because it really had to mean enough to you. Like our decisions were more weighted. They weren't disposable where you just walk into target and you're like, Ooh, I can buy everything from this dollar bin. Yeah. yeah. Driving past home goods right now. I'll stop by and grab something. Right. It wasn't, yeah. it couldn't be that way anymore. So the choice, we really, really have to make these choices and the choices we made were also that decision of, do we help this company survive and actually like survive this or not? Like we're making choices with our money to keep people in business or not keep people in business. I don't want to eat out, but if I do order out, because again, I'm on the East coast in Jersey and it's not better (laughs) really yet, but if we do eat out and we're going to get food, what restaurants do we want to get it from? I'm not going to order, unfortunately, from like Domino's right now. Yeah. I'm going to order from the local pizza place. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it is really interesting how people have stepped up to support each other in this. Yeah. And as a small business, I feel like if you ask people for that help and say like, um, I, I've seen other small businesses be like, Hey, you know, like you want to buy a gift card or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I want to see you survive. Yeah. So yeah. I, it's the ask, right? Mm-hmm. That's the key yeah. word right there is that people have to not be afraid to ask yeah. um, or putting the offer out there. Would you like a gift card? Or asking um, for support right? Mm-hmm. or a follow. I think the a flip side of that, right? So you're asking, so you asked your customers, support me. You ask, what do you need? And I can provide it. But I think also your delivery, like you've over-delivered to your customers where you're like, there's a delay. But you didn't really say there was a delay. You're like it's coming. Yeah. In the meantime, can I help you with something else? Yeah. You know? And so <laughs> you were just, yeah, yeah, like you're super helpful to them. And so they're going to, they're, they're like, well, this is really awesome. Like Christine emailed me and asked me this, or she's replying to my DMS because as a human, uh, as yeah. a human being, the human yeah. connection both ways. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when we met you, not Christine, the bot. <laughs> we don't know how many years ago now we met you because this has been four years already, just in 2020. No, no, um, no. Yeah. Nobody knows what day it is. 10 years ago. Just kidding. Yeah. So baby Christine, you were, and we've used you in, I mean, we've talked about you on our sales pages. Like you are every time we're like, we need to update it. She's hit another milestone. We need to update it. <laughs> but Christine, you started off with about $2,500. No, no. So $4,000 in sales a month. And we met you about 150 orders. And yeah. now how many orders are you hitting? I mean, let's talk during the month of April, 2020 global shutdown economies <laughs> are not doing well. And you had your best month ever. Yeah. I had like maybe 550 orders. That's and- amazing. What a one time. month. Yeah. What a time to move fulfillment back in-house, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, that's way better. You probably would have had disgruntled people. So one of, uh, you know, Christine actually moved her fulfillment in from ShipBob, which 
part of cleaning up her systems, right? And then actually she's getting much more of a margin than she used to. So all these things happen to line up and it's just you getting a better gauge of your own business and doing what you needed to do. And that was kind of prompted by you moving back to the States from Manila. Yeah. So, but I do have to say that there's other people that would not have the foresight to do any of this stuff and would not have gone for it. So I am extremely proud. The old Christine, the baby Christine that I knew would have been like, no, I don't want to ask them for the sale. Yeah. (laughs) We're always like, I'm shaking you by your shoulders. Well, I've gone on video a lot more now. Um, Oh, you have? That's awesome. Like every time I come up with these new stamps, I like get on Insta stories and I don't have to show my face, but I talk and just show them the products. And it's been really good too. Yeah. Yeah. You've just, I mean, you've always been fantastic on social, like your images, like you're a creative, you can turn out beautiful graphics and packaging and all the things, right? So you've always been so good at that. So I'm just really excited to see how you're stepping into the role of like the business owner and these big Mm -hmm. decisions you're making and that. And the thing, the thing that we thought was so cool about, you know, interviewing you right now is that you pivoted and this is sort of maybe this is, we hadn't touched on this yet, but as everyday explorers and for adventure, people were coming to you for travel. And now you've had this exponential growth, best months ever. I mean, this month might yeah. actually be better than last month. And it, the things that you're providing, you were kind of, not that you were forced, but you pivoted and maybe found messaging that resonates even more with more people. Mm-hmm. So it's this yeah. really, this, this whole thing is like somewhat of like an accidental journey, clarity, to, <laughs> clarity to, yeah, an actual journey to clarity that maybe you would have never found had things just existed. Yeah. As normal. Yeah. I think I would be doing what I was always doing. So it's like in the past, I'd know like, okay, by May, like these are the themes that I usually work with. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't like, because of the pandemic, I was kind of forced to rethink all the upcoming releases and being like, is this even relevant? Like, are people still going, are people going to buy these themes? Like what's going to be happening? So it kind of made me stop to think about, okay, let's just be more, I guess, conscious about the products that I was coming out with and kind of checking to see like what people, what my customers were actually using and what they were talking about. Which we could say that at any time, any normal time, right? It's being really in tune with your customers. And what we've really seen happen now is you're either relevant or you die. Either like you either stay, and it doesn't mean you have to reformat your products or, but you do have to just be relevant and connecting with what their needs are. So we're seeing that, which is so exciting about all of these stories. I think it's twofold. Like for her, it was really like, listening to her customers, but she said something that I actually wrote down because I think it's something that I want to do yet another, I mean, podcast episodes galore (laughs) in my head, but she said, you don't have to do what you've always been doing. That's exactly what we say to people that they are forced into right now to rethink how they've been doing things, but they don't want to stop doing what they've been doing because that's what they've been doing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you, you stopped just like everybody else had to, and you pivoted where you needed to, and it brought clarity, right? Whereas that took accepting that you weren't going to do things the way that you've always been doing them, right? Because before you were going to trade shows, you were going to do more of the travel theme, lots of different things. So super amazing how you just were like, okay, I'm making those CEO decisions and I can do this and I can pivot and let's see what happens. Yeah. So congratulations. Thanks. We're so proud of you. Like this is, and I mean, proud, but also just honored to know you and yeah, just to see so your happy growth. for you. Yeah. yeah. 
And so thank you for getting on video with us. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Thanks so much, Christine. Oh, wait, real quick, Christine, where can they find you? Oh, okay. I'm on um, Instagram at everyday explorers co. And my website is everydayexplorers.co. Thank you. Amazing. thanks. Thanks everybody. Hey guys, wait, before you go, we want to remind you that we've created this incredible masterclass. It is totally free. It is our pivot and sell masterclass where we are going to teach you how to create a plan to boost your sales and grow your business right now. You do not want to miss this. It's totally free. So Mina, where should they go? Go to pivotandsell.com and you guys can get that free masterclass and get started on creating a plan to boost your sales right now.